Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The Black Caps are out to extend their home unbeaten streak. How about this? To 18 tests. That goes back to March of 2017. And they want to bank maximum points, obviously, to revive their World Test Championship defence. With the Test Series starting against Sri Lanka tomorrow, selector Gavin Larson joins us right now. Uh, early Happy New Year, Gavin. Yeah, thank you very much, Stephen. Same to you. Uh, so, as a selector, do you have butterflies in your stomach about a New Year's Day test? Do you get excited? <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, I guess that's part of why we do this job, Stephen. It's, um, I mean, first of all, it's a great time to be involved with, with New Zealand cricket. Things are going pretty well, but I can um, I can promise you, you still get a bit nervy um, when, you're, when you're selecting teams and, and obviously when it comes around to actual performance itself. You know, you watch with a lot of interest and you know, not just at international level either, um, you know, at domestic level, and I enjoy um, looking at the young fellas coming through, but certainly nothing beats watching the BCs in action. Yeah, so this is interesting for me because we look at the cataclysmic failure of England in the Ashes, and there's there's already talk that the, the systems are not right at home uh, in their county cricket and the like. When you look at New Zealand's cricket systems and you talk about the young fellows you're watching play cricket, are you confident that the next wave is on the way? Uh, y- yes, in, in a general sense, I, I am, uh, for, for sure. And I think there's a there's been a lot of work done over the last decade or so that you know has positioned us really well uh, and I think the success that we've seen in the last three or four years, um, I mean, I don't think it's been fluked. Um, sure, we've got some world-class players. There's no doubt about that. But I think the real illustration for me is the depth that's been developed and that when we are, you know, we're blooding guys through into international cricket, Stephen, they're, they're, they're skipping up very, very quickly. So that's that to me is a reflection, a really good reflection on New Zealand cricket and our major associations and how they're, how they're bringing these guys through. There would have been a time, Gavin, when people would never have thought that New Zealand could go 18 tests unbeaten at home. Do, do you think that comes down to the team mentality and what you've just described about people being able to step up? Yeah, yeah I think that's definitely a, a part of it. I mean, we had a bit of a watershed moment that's very, very well documented back about oh, eight or nine years ago now when we a big failure in South Africa and everything got reset and, and, and we approached things a little bit differently um, and, and from then I, I think it's been you know some really good alignment between New Zealand cricket um, 
our EMAs and the Cricket Players Association, and we've all been sort of, I think, in a general sense, swimming in the same direction. And, and, and there's been some tough calls made. Uh, but from pitches and training facilities uh, to talent ID programs and right through to the, the BCs at the highest level, I, mean, I think we've got things, most things right. I mean, I'm not, certainly not suggesting everything's perfect. There's always... <laughs> There's always an amber flag or two that, that pop up, but you know that, that that wouldn't be sport if that wasn't the case. Would you be of the same philosophy? The late national swim coach, the late Jan Cameron, always said, "If we're going to create champion individuals and champion teams, you've got to have champion coaches." Couldn't agree more. Um, there, there were, you know, two things that I've, I've brought through with me from my playing days. One is coaching, and one is. Uh, one is facilities, so the actual um, the pictures and the training facilities that players get offered, um, you know, to, to, to perform their skills on. I think that shouldn't be underestimated. The massive advancements that we've made around our pitches and, and training facilities, but coaching, Stephen, I couldn't agree more. And I think we've made some tremendous um, advancements in that in that area. And I I really do enjoy my. Um, my scouting work around the MA scene and, 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 and touching base with the, the MA coaches, not just the head coaches, but their support coaches. And once again, I, I use that word alignment. I get a real sense that we're all on the same page. I don't wish to sound cynical or a doubting Thomas, but do you think the pressure now of being defending World Test Championships will be handled well and admirably by this group? Oh, I'd like to think that we uh, that we embrace that. Um, you know, it's, it's a nice position to be in, isn't it? Mm. We, we haven't been in that position, you know, very often at all. And um, what we do know is that, uh, you know, when we play at home, you know, we're presented with conditions that, that we're used to and we're, we're more comfortable with. And we see around the world how just how good teams are in their own environment. You know, you just look at what happened in India uh, India recently, so you know I think we'll we'll continue to handle ourselves well. He says with hand on heart, um, hmm. you know, with the test matches, you know, upcoming here in New Zealand and the and the, the big test, Stephen, as always, when we jump on the plane and and head offshore and um, you know, just for instance, next next winter we've got three back to back tests in England and again that that starts to present a, you know another challenge for us. But how lucky we are to have been able to have test cricket and one days in this this current environment has that played a role in, in cementing the, the camaraderie amongst this group? Oh, look, it's been tough. I, um, I, I can honestly say that. And then it's had certainly um, had very challenging moments over the last year or so. And I just can't speak highly enough for New Zealand cricket and uh, the players themselves and the way that they've handled themselves, conducted themselves. It's been very, very tough, you know, no, no complaining, getting on and doing the business, but you know, living inside those bubbles for you know almost you know continuous periods over the course of a year is very, very challenging. And you know, we've had to sort of step up from a selection point of view as well. And you might remember we took a team off to, to Bangladesh, and we intentionally uh, left most of the what I'll call the big guys off mm. to the side, and we took a more of a second string New Zealand A type team over there because we were very, very conscious about. You know, player well-being, and um, that was a, a great development opportunity. Actually, taking that team off to Bangladesh, and whilst they, you know, they lost that series, they equipped themselves, you know, pretty well, and there were some um, some good wins there.
Well, sometimes you've got to lose them to make them, right? So they'll spend it to make it sort of situation, and people have to understand what the bigger picture is. I, I do wonder what what is the bigger picture now with, with the Black Caps or the BCs? I love how you throw that one out. The the BCs is it still all about Test cricket, Gavin? Um, I don't think we can say it's all about Test cricket. I think what we can say is Test cricket is very, very dear to our dear to our hearts. Um, it's one form. Um, of the game, you know, one of one of three, and it's a it's an absolutely critical one. It's, it's and it's one we all cherish. So, I mean, holding that Mason moment is is very very special, and what the lads did over that two year period is um, going to remain in the in the memory banks for a, for for a long long time. But Stephen, you can't you can't sit still. As soon as you sit still, you start sliding down the hill um, on the other side. So, you know, from a selection point of view, it's about succession planning. It's about looking out three to five years, uh, but not only just at this match cricket, across the three formats. And I think that's probably what I'm most proud about at the moment is, you know, we've developed this depth across the three formats. You know, we've made World Cup 50 over finals. We've made a T20 final. Would have been nice to you know, put one of those in the bank, I suppose. And then we've seen what we've done with Test match cricket. So all in all, it's, you know, we're not in too bad a shape. Is there is there pressure to play less Test cricket coming out of out of the subcontinent. Um, so, sorry, how do you mean by it's, that? Well, I, I sometimes wonder that the almighty dollar rules all, and and with the subcontinent having a, a pretty healthy say in, in cricket, is there certain pressure to play less Test cricket and more short, sharp versions of the game? Oh, look, it's, it's yeah, look, it's certainly one of the challenges um, that. Has been present now for oh gee, I'd say probably four to five years. Um, just the um, the intensity of the of the scheduling, um, and, and the, it's almost like a merry-go-round in a way. You know, the guys are on the road a lot, and of course everything's exacerbated now with the COVID um, situation. Um, the reality is, it's not going to go away, Stephen, and the. Uh, um, I, I guess the, the dollars that flow in off the back of short-form cricket, um, the ICC pinnacle events, as we call them, the World Cups, um, are very, very important, crucial, in fact, to New Zealand cricket to keep you know, the game healthy back here. So that, that's, the, that's the ultimate challenge for the administrators, for David White and co, and the New Zealand cricket board, is to get that mix right. And Look, I think in a general, in a general sense, they do get it right. Um, we're not far off the mark. We'd all love to play a little bit more... Test match cricket, but we're also very you know, cognizant of you know that, that that balance has to be struck. Okay, so I've racked your brain about what the year has been like and, and the good things. Now let's get a bit closer to home because we've got a test series starting to, tomorrow at the Bay Oval. Uh, but I do want your thoughts on Ross Taylor. What his uh, we we read the numbers. His numbers are ridiculous. But what you think his greatest contribution to New Zealand cricket has been? Well, it's quite a poignant moment, actually. And when I um, read the release, you know, when it came out yesterday and I'd been privy to it a few days before as as things were getting, you know, framed up for the release. And, you know, I started to reflect and and, and think about Ross and his, his, you know, tenure in New Zealand cricket. And (laughs) words almost escaped me. He's a... And we don't like to bandy you know, the words like legend and great around too much. But, you know, Ross ticks those boxes big time. I mean, he is a superstar. Um, you know, 15 seasons of international cricket, 
Stephen, and the numbers, as mm. you've alluded to, just, I mean, they just roll off the tongue and, and, and there's nothing he really hasn't done. So, look, we're going to miss him. We're going to miss him big time. Um, it was a massive decision for him to, 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 to retire. Um, and I just hope, I really do hope, you know, he gets some bangs out, some big runs and, and sees his time out in style. Do you think he, you could, could consider him a classic cr- cricketer? Not flash, just brilliant, and as a human being, not one to draw attention to himself, just that, that humble hero. Oh, that, that, that he is, there's no, no doubt about that. Um, I mean, it was an interesting journey, and, and I was um, and I'm really interested to hear Ross yesterday when he was speaking and alluding to the, um, the way he came into the game via you know, ODI cricket um, at the time, because T20 cricket wasn't around, and... Um, how he didn't think he'd play test cricket. But look, we're talking about a guy who's played 100 plus tests with a magnificent record. And that speaks, you know, just so much to his dedication and commitment to turning himself into, you know, literally a fantastic test match cricketer. And a, a guy, as, as I've said, you know, look, we're going to miss him. We're going to miss him big time. We, we, we do have some depth now. And I do hope we can, um, you know, backfill the the massive hole that he's going to leave. But certainly the memories are going to be very, very strong. All right, let's talk about the current, the present. You've got a test tomorrow and the first against Bangladesh at the Oval. Uh, no Kane Williamson. How much does that take out of the side? <laughs> well, <laughs> Is that, was that a nervous laugh? <laughs> well, just I, mean, I think we've all seen Kane over the last decade or so and what he's done. So I think we all know that he's... You take Kane Williamson out of any New Zealand team, it's a massive, massive hole. Um, and we miss him, and we miss him big time, and we want him back on the on the park soon, but we must get that elbow of his right. Uh, and, you know, I know Kane's very keen just to, to, to leave it now as long as it, it needs to be left so that when he's back, he's 100% mm-hmm. fit again. Uh, but what, what, what um, him missing, Stephen, leaves a, a massive opportunity, um, and... You know, we've got the likes of, you know, Will Young, who's, who's right at the top of his game at the moment, who's, um, you know, going to take, take that spot, and I'm sure he'll, he'll make every post a, a winning post. So just confirm your openers for tomorrow. Uh, well, we're looking at um, Latham, Young, Conway, top three, and then okay. Roscoe, four, and then the rest will unfold from there. You, you weren't tempted to th- uh, put Conway to open? Coming down the right way, um, but yeah, we'll see how, 
how that turns out. Gavin, the small elephant in the room. Uh, the armchair critics think Asia's Patel should have been in there. Someone, at least someone, just to celebrate in a summer of that that wonderful moment. Uh, simply, are, are you sticking to the horses for courses plan? Oh, look, that was a, was a terribly difficult decision. That one. Um, but when we when we when we sort of I guess stripped the emotion away and we and we looked at how we were going to win these two tests, but also our plan looking forward to South Africa and two tests. Our, our MO hasn't changed, Stephen, and we've done it and done it exceptionally well with four quicks. Um, and and there's been very little spin bowling um, in New Zealand conditions. So when we when we stripped it back, we felt we just simply needed to stay with our our status quo. Um, oh, I guess what I'm saying that there's you know there's no room for emotion and um, I know Gary had a you know a good long chat with with Ajaz who is a fantastic human being and he took it exceptionally well. He was he was gutted of course. Um, but look, Ajaz will Ajaz will come again. We we, we know his skill set and um, when we need to reach for him, we, we definitely will be. Oh, the joys of having such depth. How do you celebrate New Year's, Gavin? Uh, well, you might think this is going to be a bit, sound a bit boring, Stephen. I'm actually up in, um, in New Plymouth at the moment. I'll be at Pukitura Park um, this afternoon. I, I watched um, CD yesterday against ND, and I'm watching them play, CD play Canterbury today, and then I'm ducking down to the Basin tomorrow to watch a Ford Trophy game um, with one eye on the TV, of course. So tonight, I'd say a couple of quiet cold ones and then uh, probably retiring early. Okay, so you won't see that. You're, you sound a bit like me, actually. A couple of quiets and get into bed early and just not worry about it. Gavin, you are also generous with your time. The best of luck uh, for the squad tomorrow uh, uh, after the year that has been and, uh, and what has been achieved. Uh, this team certainly deserved the support. Thanks, Stephen. Great, great chatting with you.